Hello and welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. But before I get into anything, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive-in double feature podcast. It is a very secret organization that we have over there at patreon.com slash drive-in double feature podcast. I'm not even going to tell you what we're talking about. Stuff that oh wow for, for for patron ears only. And if you want to see what these hot topics are about, you got to go ahead over there and see what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I will say it's fun. So yeah, Matt, that's a good. It is fun. You can at least it, let them know that. I will let them know that. But that's just mm-hmm. a little bit of a tease for you. If you want to see what's mm-hmm. going on, head on over there. But. Today, we're going to be talking about 1957's The Mysterians, and that's directed by our favorite director, Shirio Honda. He's who? back. And Shirio who? And, and Oshirio Hondos. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and, the American version of that. Yeah. Um, uh, but this one is uh, The Mysterians, uh, no relation to any of the other uh kaiju movies there is a monster in this one but this one is more along the lines of invasion of the astro monster where it is a uh, alien movie before it's anything else yeah and uh, this movie actually predates the uh, invasion of the astro monster so there you go <laughs> so cool so it's all there it's all setting up yeah and i i want to say uh it's uh so like uh toho they were wanting to make their own uh, sci-fi movies because they were seeing how successful a lot of the other sci-fi movies were. So mm-hmm. uh, Tomoyuki Tanaka had uh, commissioned them to make another sci-fi movie, but uh, and this is what they ended up making with. And uh, they, uh, they made something kind of similar to what we would see in other alien invasion movies that we'd see in America, wouldn't you say? No, I would say so. Uh, I was just reading up on this movie. It, it feels a lot like um, War of the Worlds in a way, and it, it, I think there's hints of that there. And uh, it, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I see a lot of the influence there. Yeah, and how it starts out is that they uh, they end up crash landing on to uh, into Earth, and uh, basically they 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 say that they're pacifists, but they, they, it doesn't uh, really seem like it. <laughs> doesn't really seem like it, and it's more so they're saying they want to take over Earth, but it's for Earth's own good, pretty much. Yeah, exactly, because th- their planet is was destroyed by um by warfare by hydrogen bombs. They even say like, um, you know, if you ever think of dropping an atom bomb on us, we can do far worse to you. We can drop about like thirty of those on you. Um. So it seems yeah. like they were just like Earth, but destroyed <laughs> and, themselves. I, I really like their outfits because they. I always kept thinking of like they look like Power Rangers. They do. They're like bright colors and everything. I love it. <laughs> yeah, they got the big giant colorful helmets. They have capes and they. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty funny, I'll say. And uh, yeah. uh, they uh, they do uh, send out a giant uh, robot monster named. Uh, Mogura, and it looks like a giant um, mole drill monster. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the best best way to put it. He's he's an odd looking guy. Does he ever show up again? 
Uh, yeah, he actually does become a pretty big part of uh, the Godzilla franchise. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's kind of like, um, I feel like we've had another monster to describe this way, like a chicken robot, kind of, is the best way I would. He kind of looks like a chicken to me. He looks like a chicken. How does he look like a chicken? He looks he's like got a mole. like that droll, that, I guess a mole, yeah, but that drill looks like a beak to me. Uh, well, it, you know, it reminds me of, he kind of looks like that one Sonic character from like the Sonic cartoon show where it's like ground grounder. You know, remember, you know what I'm talking. Or am I, I do? Am I, am, am I dating myself here? <laughs> yes, Sounder. Yes, uh, no, <laughs> grounder, grounder. Yeah. yeah, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. He's actually. got the drill for hands. He's got a drill nose. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. But no, I, I, that it's a mole. It's supposed to be a mole. Okay, so, gotcha. The scariest of animals. I know you're thinking of robot chicken of a uh, guy gan there. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I mean, guy gan looks more like a chicken, but well, that one actually does have a beak. So yeah. <laughs> and... Okay. <laughs> you're telling me this drill isn't a beak? Drills aren't beaks? No. What am I going on? I don't know. <laughs> i'm just i'm just i'm just trying to get a reaction uh, here uh, well 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 let me ask you this so what do you think of the what do you think of the costume we the always costume. say what um think about what it looks like it's really silly <laughs> it's really silly um i i i don't know if i love it actually i like the concept i i do but maybe it's just because it's a little underutilized this this dude's like in the beginning of the movie and is pretty much like almost gone so I mean, they use the monster to kind of protect protect their ship and everything. And when they see it, uh, they like the police are just like shooting pistols at it. Like, oh, that that's gonna oh do God. anything. And those and, scenes are so long of like military men just like shooting like machine guns and pistols at it, and it plays for a while. Yeah, that's that's a kind of pretty common theme in this movie. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one, I will like. There's one scene, like in the beginning, like he shoots lasers out of his eye and it sets a car on fire. And it's like one of the worst fire effects I've seen in a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty it, rough. It's like basically, if you had gotten like if you took a video of a car and you just put like a fire effect, like from like a fire filter on your phone or something, and just like, no, <laughs> yeah. like it's but on fire. It was 1957. We can give him a break. And it's like, I think one of the first color movies that Toho did is what I read. Is it? I, I didn't remember Rodan come out. One of, one of, yeah, Rodan predates this one. So it wasn't the first, but it was no. it was a one of the first. So um, but yeah, the monster, how they defeat it, it gets defeated pretty easily because they they do have like the military come in and try to stop it. And then they when the monster starts walking on a bridge, they just detonate the bridge and the monster falls and it's yeah, dead. I was surprised <laughs> because like he's laying like dead on the ground, and I was like, Oh, he's yeah. just gonna get back up, but they they get him. They crush him. And then the movie's over because the monster's dead. But guess what? That wasn't the real monster because the Mysterians over here are like, oh yeah, we're pacifists. And I, I don't understand why you would kill our giant monster that was destroying your village. That's really weird. Well, yeah. 
And they, they finally, they're like, let's talk this out. And they specifically like name the people they want onto their spaceship to have a, a, a discussion with. And guess what? It's the main characters of the, well, two of them are the main characters of the movie. Can you believe that? Right. Um, and one of them, one of them is, uh, 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 one of them is an astronomer and one of them is an astrophysicist. <laughs> and uh of course exactly who you know when do you think they would like call like world leaders to this no why would they do that oh yeah <laughs> they have uh, to leave it up to these scientists because their plot is is they want to they want five women five specific women by name that, that they, wanna, I, <laughs> they want. I laughed at that part they're like <laughs> they're like we want five, we're like they because they have they have very specific demands or like we want a 35 mile radius to call mm -hmm. our own land and we have to breed with other human women because we anytime we try to breed with people of our own species they have deformities and then we, i think they say <sighs> we just throw them out <laughs> right we kill them and but then i'm like so i'm like so wait, do they know for a fact if they sleep with a human woman like it's going to produce like a livable offspring like they no, know they're just trying their best <laughs> they just or they just want to get laid i could see that and they just found like five women that they really liked and they were like okay well we'll we'll stage this but it's like so i'm it, it i i don't want to it's just funny because it's like a, like a really passive aggressive move to be like <laughs> i'm calling these people to come have this meeting and by the way three of the women or two of the women we want to sleep with are women that you that you know yeah. and you're your girlfriend like it's so and the other in the other three they're like oh we already have the other three so you just need to supply two of these women and like what are you supposed to do like give those three women back <laughs> like i i don't know well yeah like, and they're like this is ridiculous and they don't they don't agree to this notion no and and of course we we get a war with uh i th see that's what kind of sucks i wish it was like power rangers where they all got together and built like a giant monster together because i think so this movie i think has a really cool concept i liked it at first but i think it gets a little tiring um because the ending they fight against their base that kind of just looks like an egg almost and it, i just don't think the visuals are that interesting I I agree. I mean, I was, I mean, while this one, I I mean, I like for it. A, for I'll a, say that for a cheese for a cheesy Martian movie, it's pretty decent. It's not bad. Mm, mm. And but I will say, I agree with you. I think the visuals get overplayed. And it's, yeah. I mean, with when you have like a Godzilla movie, like the monsters are always fighting or doing something like very animated, very kinetic that you mm -hmm. can see them moving around and doing these types of uh, scenes. But when it seems like this, it's just like a little toy truck or little airplane, little toy jet, like firing mm -hmm. rockets and trying to hit, hit this little egg shape <laughs> or whatever. And yeah, I'm just at a certain point, I'm just like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, exactly but uh or if they're gonna do that you know i would like to maybe have more human elements in this one or maybe something like that and i don't yeah. really think we really get a whole lot of that but we do get the return 
Takashi Shimura, you know, yeah. from uh, from the Seven Samurais movie <laughs> and Ikaru, which I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah, because we haven't seen him in one of these in a while because we're kind of we're going back a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's all it's always nice seeing him. Um, yeah, and 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 of course it's uh God um, Kenji Sahara playing kind of our main character that brings us all through this, and I like him. I actually yeah. thought I was going to like the human characters a lot more because the first scene's really cool because they're at that, um, like some type of festival just celebrating and they seem like a good group of friends, but the the movie starts to lose focus on that after a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, like one of the guys, he was engaged to be with one of the women, but he, he uh, called off the engagement and they're like, well, why are you doing this? Like, why are you being so weird about this whole thing? And I guess, mm-hmm. But and then when these Mysterians show up, you know, I, the big twist of the movie is, is that this guy actually agrees with the Mysterians and wants mm-hmm. to uh, help fulfill their mission, you know, and they even even say, like, like, why would you let the Mysterians like take over, you know, like, and they're like, like, well, humans take over inferior beings all the time. So how is this any different than that case? So and and you're supposed to agree with that. <laughs> right. But I don't really. I don't know about you, but like that part of that, like that plot was like so underplayed mm-hmm. where I'm like, this guy betrayed the human race to team yeah. up with aliens. And it's just barely a focus. I feel like. No, I, I agree. I, I think that would be a little more interesting. I'm trying to, I'm forgetting. There's like a Godzilla movie. One of the later ones where um, the scientist has like the Android daughter or whatever. And like, he has to give up himself or something. Um, he becomes tied to the the to the invading race, right? Is that not one of the later Godzilla movies or some Toho monster movie? But I'll say, yeah, one of, that happens in one of those movies, and I think that deals with that a lot better. Where like this could have really dealt with like maybe him being conflicted, like why did I do this or something? It's more just like yeah, I did it, and then in the end, he's like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm I don't want to anymore. <laughs> it's, it's well, yeah, uh, well. Well, I mean, you know, he makes the sacrifice himself because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kenji Zahara like breaks into the uh, the base and he's there to rescue all the women. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a time when like he they're surrounded by the all the other Mysterians, but his friend is like, no, you get out of here. I'm going to take the big sacrifice myself. And, <laughs> you know, he and then he starts destroying the facility from within because that the the big the big plan is they're going to uh, get these uh basically it looks like a big satellite dish and like anytime the mysterians would shoot like their rays out from their spaceship or whatever mm-hmm. their dome it's going to reflect back at them and <laughs> and kill them yeah it's um and like like i said earlier this visual of this is just not that interesting i guess because i've seen this before it's like that shot from the the gargantuans of the satellite dish shooting at the gargantuan that they use in multiple movies and it kind of felt like that right um there's a there's some silly moments uh leading up to this uh well mm-hmm. one thing i wanted to say i didn't i should have said it about the mogra but they do there's another magra that comes up that's true that does yeah. that, that does appear um one thing I was going to say about the suit that looks like the most uncomfortable suit I've I, yeah. seen. Like I, I don't know if you noticed, but like none of the legs, like 
there's like no movable joints and like anywhere on the entire body. So yeah, it's no, like, I, I did notice that I noticed it's a very <laughs> stiff suit. I was, I just, I kept thinking that that's like, that has to be one of the most immobile suits I've seen in one of these movies where it's just like, I don't know how, what you're supposed to even do in that outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's some other funny scenes though, where uh, they, uh, there's like a United Nations scene and there's a lot, there's a fair amount of English in this movie. And I know by like a white dude, right? There's like, well, yeah, there's like a British guy Uh that speaks very uh, phonetic uh, Japanese. Yes. Yeah. Like, hello, domo arigato, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love it though, because he's trying. (laughs) I just thought it was funny because it's just, you know he's trying really hard to say Japanese, and they're just like, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I he said it perfectly, like that's how it, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. but, but I because you know obviously I I'm assuming it's probably what more of those English people that live in mm-hmm. Japan that they're just like roping in, like you got to be an actor now, even though they're not actually actors. Yeah, exactly. It's just like some guy off. That's exactly what I thought. Um, but there's even a Japanese character that speaks English in this movie, a translator. Um, yeah, yeah. And they there's like they had like the whole United Nations scene. I mean, that's like the other aspect of this movie is like getting they they're very they're debating on whether using uh, nuclear weapons is right, and they're like, yes. no, we don't we don't want to turn out into all out war, just like like what what happened before and. They're trying to they're trying to get Russia and, and you the United States to team up with them. Mm-hmm. But they're like Russia United States, like, hey, we got our own problems we're worrying about here. And they're <laughs> like, like to our problems today are gonna be your problem tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, this this is one you'd expect like maybe like the world would get together to to save, but whatever. I guess I guess these aliens only care about Japan. <laughs> Well, I, the only thing I'm wondering, so they they make the plan to make these big giant satellite, di- you know, these reflecting mm-hmm. dishes, and they have the blueprints for them, so they haven't built them yet. And when they show that they've been built, there's these really really strong structures. So I'm just thinking, like, how long did it take for them to build that? Because I mean, even something like even if you had hundreds of men working on that it would still take weeks or months to build i would think no it it would take forever not like the quick time that this movie it wants you to think it is oh yeah i mean it's like it's built tomorrow that's like that's like the timeline of the movie yes but yeah those are like huge structures right and at first the plan doesn't work and uh they when they try to invade the spaceship and the the Mysterians are like, okay, because of that, we want 75 mile radius part of your land now. (laughs) And we want even, and we want even more women coming in here. So, (laughs) which is so silly. Um, Yeah. But they do eventually uh, break into there and it does work and it does help, but they do send out a second Magra, like I said, but uh, it's, it's so ineffective like it's like because it does show it digging so it does have like it does show it digging underground and you can kind of see it's like a little puppet version of magara Mm -hmm. like digging under there 
and it pops its head up from the ground and instead of it doing anything like the one of the sad like the one of the dishes just like falls on it's like oh it's dead it didn't do anything (laughs) yeah it's so pointless for the end of the movie i i was really surprised by it is it here though like one of my favorite miniature shots of this movie is the ground falling in and the truck falling in and the little tiny like figure like jumps out of like the the vehicle i think that happens at this point i love that oh yeah yeah you're right yeah and, and the little little miniature toy they add in a voice going oh, I don't know. it's silly <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean there's i feel like there's more i could say about it but i'm really trying to think of like anything significant i mean like there's yeah. there's a lot of military attacking the mysterious ship i mean so if you really love miniatures and stuff like that uh, it's pretty fun i mean it pretty much follows like the same plot line as any other alien invasion movies the mysterians they have a pretty unique design i i, I they very they look very memorable yeah, cool. um and i don't like i said i don't think it's a bad movie by any means i just think I would have liked a little bit of variety in some of the action scenes that maybe would have let it stand out a little more or maybe had the characters become a little more developed. I think would have maybe liked it a lot more, but as it stands, um, you know, I, I would give it a light recommend. I, I don't, well, I, it's it's tough right because like i would i would say i feel pretty positively about the movie like you know fairly positive i do think it does kind of get boring but it's an interesting movie cool setup but i i don't know if i recommend it i, I don't think there's enough yeah. there to be like you got to go out and see this one that's true i mean i'd liked the movie well enough but would mm-hmm. i tell somebody that you should watch this movie probably not now that i'm thinking about it i mean yeah i would I mean, you know, like I said, if you that that's something you're looking for, I mean, there's definitely worse options out there. So but I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of your way to see it by any means. Um, I would have uh, would have liked a little more yeah. out of this movie before it, before I felt comfortable recommending it. And it's kind of obvious because I feel like we haven't said a lot because there just isn't a lot. This is one of those movies that I came out of and I was like, I don't know if there's a lot to talk about. Um, I mean, of course we got enough out of it, but it, it's just, um, I don't know. This one's actually like, at least according to Wikipedia is looked back on really positively. Um, and I, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe in 1957 terms, this was really cool stuff. But I guess oh. now there's better one, versions of this that Toho has done. Well, I mean, this movie, I mean, it does have a pretty lasting uh, legacy. Uh, I mean, one of the things, there's that one famous one-hit wonder song called 96 Tears mm-hmm. uh, that the band is by question mark in the Mysterians. Oh, I didn't know. So that, that that's taken. That's taken from this one. Um, there's a a made-for-TV movie uh, called Mars Needs Women, which is based off of this plot line. Um, and like I said, uh, Mogra does return in one of the Godzilla video games, and he's in one of the other Godzilla movies that we're going to talk about in future time. Who knows when? Oh, but yeah. who knows? So. But uh, this movie does have its fans. And I, you know, I, I guess 
if I was younger watching this movie, I pro I might have I think I probably would have enjoyed it maybe a little more. Like maybe if I, I was like you know, like eight or nine or something, watching one of these like on a Saturday morning, that would probably would be like the ideal way to watch it. But mm. um, like you said though, I think this movie is more of like a response to uh Japan's version of War of the Worlds, and that's kind of what the inspiration where they said they kind of got it from is from the uh movie the world of worlds yeah for sure so um but yeah i think i think that's gonna do it for this one um i think let's say it's a worthy entry into the there i'm glad we got to talk about it yeah no it's cool i i think it's a cool movie to talk about so but uh we're gonna shut the book on toho for now and uh we'll get back into it next bonzil and we do a different entry but Nathan, what are we going to be talking about next time? All right, Ryan, on Tuesday for the first movie in our double feature, we're going to be doing something a little different. We're going to be doing a music movie. We're going to be talking about Frank Zappa's 200 Motels, which is streaming on Amazon Prime. All right, great. <laughs> well, and pairing with that, we're going <laughs> to... Oh man, uh, what? <laughs> we're gonna be talking about the uh, the World War Two movie, uh, Barefoot Jen. Um, Barefoot Jen. Yeah, Barefoot G E N, and that okay. is uh, for free on YouTube. The English dub. I couldn't find the the Japanese dub, but there, maybe if you look hard enough, you can find it somewhere. But for now, the English dub will suffice. So. Uh, that is for free on YouTube right now. Well, that so. begins a legendary double feature. Oh, will it? Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you so much for joining us today on Drive and Double Feature. If you have any thoughts, opinions, email us over at Drive and Double Feature Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on X at DIDFPod. And once again, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Drive and Double Feature Podcast. But until next time. Until next time.